Uh, here we are um, with uh, a friend of mine. We went to a Catholic school as kids, didn't we? Yeah, same Mike's? Yeah, a few years back. <laughs> Big same Mike's. Lots changed since then. Um, I haven't seen you since you said at Winona. But freshman year in yeah, college? I was listening to the last podcast with Jake. He's a good friend of mine as well, actually. And I was thinking the last time I saw you in person was way back then when you came yeah. out to visit us. Yeah. That Winona College. Um, a lot of crazy times there, man. That, that that place didn't do me too well. It was interesting for a year, but we can say it's good. Moved on. Yeah, I learned a lot. But uh, hey, we got, got a cool guest here, man, for all you travel lovers. Um, it's Skylar Hackett. He's been to 68 countries. Yes, sir. 68. It was counting the other day, and, and we're getting up there. And your official goal is every single one. Uh, yeah, so the United Nations recognizes 195, and so if I'm at 68, I figure I'm already a third of the way there. I have the rest of my life. I'm only 23, so let's, They only let's recognize 195? That was like 300 something. There was total. No, 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 no. Much less, much less. 195. I mean, there's territories and stuff like Gibraltar and all that, but technically it's part of England. There's there's a lot of stuff like that, but you're always missing something. Even if you think you visit a place, you're, you're always missing but uh, official though, like it's official goal. Yeah, everyone always says I'm gonna go visit everything. No, no, this no, is no, like that's, on your that, thing. That's that's my goal, dude. Try to visit, every, see every place, know every culture. I couldn't imagine anything cooler in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially how much you learn, and we're gonna get into that soon. But first, we got some call to actions. Um, we need you guys. We need you listeners. We're developing a community here. We're trying to get businesses to help out and give back to the community, but they got to see some engagement. So. What I need from you listeners, what we need is uh, reviews. So we want you to review on iTunes, the Facebook page. I know you can do that. Um, if you can't figure out how to review, send us a personal message on Facebook or Instagram. And we're going to use it because we're putting together some pieces to help uh, get some benefits for you guys. Um, so yeah, call to action. I was told to say that, CTA. So hit those reviews, send it to us, and we really appreciate it. But okay, let's talk traveling. So 68 it. countries. Um how did this start, traveling? Well, so when I was 19, uh, through Winona actually, uh, I was originally going to do a study abroad program that was three months long. And I ended up getting really lucky. I met a lot of friends there. I don't like to say the cliche, oh yeah, I went to Europe and studied abroad. It changed my life. But I'd, I'd be lying to you if I said it didn't. Uh, so I got there with all my luggage and everything. I went backpacks and I, I didn't know where my house was. I couldn't find my, my address. And I saw this kid sitting there in a plaza, just sitting there smoking a cigarette. I walk up to him, I'm like, Mikasa, Ayuda, I didn't know shit for Spanish. He ended up showing me where I lived. He was like, yeah, come back later tonight. We're going out partying. And these guys became my best friends. I got really lucky. Really? Yeah, there's some care. I lived with this kid my last year in Spain, actually, that same guy. And so at the end of that three months, I finally got to the point where I, I, I could speak more or less Spanish. I really wanted to get good at it. And so I was like, all right, I really want to do another semester. How can I do this? And I looked into it, and tuition is a tenth of the cost in the United States. My rent would be a third of what it is here. My buddy, uh, his dad was a receptionist at our school. He helped me get all my credits transferred and everything. So I ended up going there for another, another two years studying abroad, and like I said, with all my buddies and everything, I reached this point where, and I mean, we, they didn't speak any English, so I finally understood what they were saying. I'd translate my head what I wanted to say in English, and I'd finally have it ready, and they'd be talking about something else. Yeah. Or if I'd be ready to talk, I, I'd start saying something, I'd get caught up on my words, and that was frustrating too, so I wanted to get past that point. And so I kept staying there, and... You had it with Ryanair too, right? It's so easy to just bounce around anywhere in Europe. I mean, 40, 50 euros in a week and you can go to places. Sophia you went to as well, right? Where else did you get a chance to make it to? A lot. A lot. I could, I could yeah. name out the list here. But hold on, that first three months, what did you fall in love with so much about the, the life over there? Well, Granada, it's... 
I met some characters over there. I ran into some interesting people. So it has the worst unemployment rate in Spain from 18 to 30 year olds with 56% unemployed. Wow. So my buddies were always available was the thing. I'd go down in the morning and they'd be in that plaza and we'd have shit to do till three in the morning every single day. They'd just always be out there. Uh, we'd play soccer. We'd go around. They have all these lookout points over the city. We'd have their drink, do whatever we do. And it was, it was just too much fun. And I, I started traveling on the weekends. Like I said, I'd find these deals with Ryanair, 30 euros to go here. For, and you went to these countries that I didn't even know existed. Macedonia, Kosovo, Bosnia. I uh, started going to Africa too. Egypt, Morocco. I started having a lot of fun in Africa. I realized it's just something I want to keep doing, see as many places as possible. Was it that adventure that you got addicted to then, huh? Or is it just, was, you feel alive? It's the people. More than more than seeing the places and everything. I don't know, getting to a new place and knowing nobody knows you there and seeing it, it really shows who you are. You really see especially when you travel alone. Anybody can go with a few buddies and you see everything from a distance, but to actually meet the people from there, see all these different perspectives, and that's why I wanna keep going on. I wanna see how how I mean every culture in the world is, to be honest with you. That's yeah, it's goal. it's crazy how the traveling really um you get to find out about yourself. Can you kind of speak on that? Like, why does it do it? You know, I know you said travel alone. Uh, well, the important thing, too, is whether you like it or not, when you travel as an American, you're, you're delegating America. I mean, a lot of people from these countries, a lot of people, maybe they've never met an American before. Maybe they've met a few. And your personal opinions could reflect what they think permanently about Americans and stuff. Yeah. So, no, I think it's really cool to meet people and be like, hey, this American actually speaks other languages, you know, or, oh, hey, it's an American who, I, don't, I, I mean... Well, I actually likes Trump. They all think we hate Trump. And yeah. I don't really have a problem with the guy, to be honest with you. But And that's the first thing. When you were abroad, too, I'm sure everybody comes to you. Oh, Trump this, Trump that. And it's, it's hard like, to respond. Ask for my name first. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly, dude. But uh, there's... That is the, the American part. Um, how much kind of, you know, when you're back here or you see on social media that everyone talks crap about America. Like, Americans talking crap. But you go over there, everyone wants to visit. Most of them want to live over here. Most of them are so fascinated with who you are. Um, what do you think that is? You got a lot of that too? What we were talking about before, it's, it's our culture. I mean, our, our music is the most listened to in the world. Our entertainment is the biggest industry in the world and everything. And they're just fascinated in us. But yet, yet like you were talking about, they have the audacity to always they'll, they'll criticize our public health care system. In Denmark, for example, it's a country of 6 million people, all the same, all hardworking, who don't really like immigrants. And we're a country of 300, I don't know how many million, and we have a ton of illegal immigrants, and we have 40% of people not paying taxes, all this and that. And so everybody ends up critiquing us in the end. But like, uh, I went to Kosovo, a country in Southeast Asia, and they have a huge American flag. Their main avenue isn't called Main Avenue, it's called Avenue Bill Clinton. They have this 30-foot statue of Bill Clinton with a huge American flag next to it. And everybody who met me there wanted to shake my hand. Oh, they're so happy to be Americans because we're the only reason in our country. Serbia tried to invade. They wouldn't have had a shot. And luckily, Bill Clinton put a bunch of uh, American soldiers there. And, and so they're eternally grateful for us. So all of them, and, and NATO too, for example, all these countries don't act. And they're like, oh, the U.S. is just policing the world. And well, we don't. You guys aren't doing anything. <laughs> the French president right now doesn't have any balls. The, I mean, the German chancellor, she's not doing anything either. So um, everybody likes to criticize, but... That's what happens when the top dog. You know, they always get the most stuff. It's not like we're perfect. You know, there's things that you can switch. I bet you saw that too when you're overseas that you're like, wow, this would be kind of neat if uh, we did this or yeah, we yeah. did that. And that's, and that's the best part about traveling, seeing all these interesting new new aspects. Like in Spain, another thing I love, for example, is just the feel of community. Like even after three, four months in my neighborhood, everybody knows each other. I mean, everybody, nicknames for one, across in the street, you always greet each other. I know it's here coming back to University of Minnesota. The winter, for example, 
everybody puts their headphones in, you know, walks with their head down, shaking cold. I mean, the cold actually affects their personality, I think. But over there, they just have just such a sense of community you got. And I was talking with a buddy, actually, and I think it's it's two more aspects, too, that, that really create that character. It's having a lack of money. It makes people be more creative. It may, I think that builds character a lot. You meet a lot of people who grew up in the suburbs of Minnesota like us. They're not as big as characters as some of these people you meet who you go to the inner city, this, that. And the, I mean, it, it builds character. The other thing, too, is we have these huge houses here in the suburbs and everything that separates us. As families and everything, everybody's just so separated in there. It's just everything's so condensed. Everything that's going on in the city, and I just really like that aspect a lot better. Um, Skylar, I knew you before, and you were kind of more of a quiet, shyer guy. And now that I'm seeing you, I mean, you're really full of life. Um, what? How did you, you know, when people travel, they're not just going up and talking to people randomly. How, how did you get involved in that community? How did you, were you always this upbeat when you were traveling? Or did no, this traveling and, change and, that, and that's why I love it. I mean, I, I like to think that I'm more outgoing after everything, because especially, like I said, when you travel alone, you have to be. When I was in Egypt, for example, a couple years back, I was just walking by a bar. I saw some soccer game on. It was a big upset, and I went in to look, and these kids look at me, and they spoke English. They're like, yeah, do you, you want to play dominoes over here with us? And they started talking to me and everything, and they were characters, too. And my whole entire time, they didn't allow me to pay for anything or invite me to this, that, and the other. And I was, I was just amazed. Like, I didn't know these kids, and they were taking care of me like I was one of their own. And that aspect, another time I went to Morocco, I didn't even have plans. didn't even know where I was staying the first night. And exchanging money in the airport, the guy behind me was like, oh, don't exchange too much money at the airport. The rate's bad. We get talking. And he was going to road trip the coast for six days. And I was like, well, I got my round trip ticket back in six days. If you can give it back by that. He's like, yeah, let's do it. So threw up his stuff in his car, a little Ford Focus in Morocco, just driving the coast, stopping at all these random towns for six days. Africa's always wild, dude. The people I always meet, it's always an adventure. Yeah, that's freaking sweet. No, I love that. I love um, just the adventure and the freedom of traveling. I mean, it just gets you out of that comfort zone. I always speak on that. And it's just like amazing things happen. I mean, and you find out who you are, too, with everything more. And like I said, when you go alone, you're really forced to see how social of a person you are, what kind of people you connect with. I mean, back home, you've had your friends maybe from freshman year of college or your hometown your whole entire life. And to meet with these people and click over just a weekend and all of a sudden realizing you got these friends for life in Brazil or you got these friends for life all over the world. It's one of the coolest feelings, I think. 100%. That, that comes with that traveling. Um, we were talking beforehand. Is when you start networking, all of a sudden you have places to stay everywhere. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, what you were just telling me about Europe. It's, it's the same thing. Like this last two months, uh, my buddy who's in, studying in South Korea started there, stayed at his place. Went back to Spain. Buddies in Barcelona. Granada stayed there. Italy. I, this whole trip I did, I was just staying with friends the whole time. And the more friends you have, maybe they have a friend who's there. Oh, talk to them. And, I don't know, dude. It's, it just keeps opening possibilities. It's fantastic. 100%. Now, um, for people that are kind of like interested in somehow getting into this, I mean, I know you did it through your study abroad and you found a way through networking. I mean, what would you give advice for someone that wants to start living this travel life? That's, that's a really good question, actually. Um, You just got to do it. You, you just got to do it. I, I talk, talk to people and their experiences. I mean, every every place has a different experience. You could go to, I don't know, like Paris, I don't really care for, for example. Some people think it's the most beautiful city in the world. I have no particular interest for it. I thought the people were kind of closed up. I don't know. It's all circumstantial. Mm -hmm. So talk with people. It depends on what you're interested in, what you're looking for out of the trip and everything. And try to find deals. I don't know. Airlines, they have crazy deals all of a sudden. We went to Cartagena, uh, Colombia for spring break. My buddies found it in Minnesota in there, round trip for like 
360 bucks. And I mean, people say money and time, it's easy to invent excuses, but if you really, really want to do it, you'll find a way. And if you try networking, like I said, you meet people here who know people here and so on and so forth. And all of a sudden you've been to four European countries and you know, people in 15 more, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, uh, um, the web, you meet one person and they connect you to other people and, and, and do so. Um, what do you use? Ski plague? Uh, what's your website to book tickets? Uh, to book tickets, I usually, for Europe, for example, I just use Ryanair, plain and simple. But Skyscanner, all of those, they basically come out to be the same. But it, it all depends on what my friends wanted to do at the time. It, it's always changing. But um, And I have a family member, too, who works in the airline industry, and that's one of the things I've been taking advantage for his last four years. Anytime I haven't been studying and had the opportunity, I try to, try to see new places. Um, when you're meeting these people in the country, like you said, the plaza in Granada or wherever, do you... Is there spots people should go if they want to network? Should they go to the coffee shop? Um, how did you just meet all these people? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Like I said, there in Egypt, for example, I just walked into a coffee shop, started talking there. Um, it can be difficult depending on who you are. Partying, for example, too. Even if I mean, if you're a social person, you go to a bar, you'll end up talking to people. I mean, you don't have to smoke, but bring a lighter on you when you go outside. People ask for you get talking like that, and there's there's just so many possibilities. And people you. are fascinated with Americans, right? Exactly. You as an American are your commodity, no matter where you yeah, go. You people, I mean, exactly. People are interested in you. You carry one of the most potential worldwide cultures, and people want to know about that. I think another piece that really helps is you being curious about them. Because exactly. then they feel I mean, important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You like they're just one more person in their country, but to you, they I mean, as you delegate as an American for your country, that person, if they're the first person you meet and I don't know a brand new country, they're what you're gonna remember about that. If if you end up talking to them for a long time, oh I met this Bosnian this one time or this Croatia or whatever country they're from, you know, who thinks this and their opinion will stick with you. Yeah, hundred percent. Um I think uh I, I love doing this when I was traveling. You know, you go on the top things to see, maybe Put a couple on the list, you know, see the main stuff, but then just getting lost and just getting out of line or walking around. Is that absolutely, something you like? Absolutely. And actually what I forgot to mention is uh, more than anything, I'd say soccer. I'd say if you see a pickup soccer game, doesn't matter if you don't speak the language or anything, but you call them over, you wave your hand, can I get in there? And they love an American who can come in there and play soccer with them or whatever. You see, I've seen people playing pickup football, American football in Brazil or basketball all the time. You get in a game with them, oh, American plays, it's just, it's just cool to hop in and that's a really easy way too. Just seeing people doing the activity you're interested in. If if you, if you see that you already have something in common, you get talking like that. I think the cool thing about traveling too is that you're in a place that nobody knows you. You don't know nothing about it, so you can just be yourself. And yeah. guess what? If someone doesn't click with you, you're never seeing them again, probably. No, no, no. You can, I mean, you can't care about what other people's opinions are about you when you're traveling, because you're gonna end up leaving there anyway. Yeah. I mean, and you don't know if you'll stay either. Like I said, I thought I was gonna end up doing three months in Spain. I ended up doing two years, but I really liked who I was being over there. I liked the friends I had over there. I just liked the community I was surrounded by. I felt really at home. Yeah, it's like um, um, it's like a cheat code to get that. I don't give a f. You know, feeling I mean, but that's the feeling you should have in your life, where you're just kind of you're free from from inhibitions, you're free from everyone else's opinion of you. And that's like, what traveling's a cheat. It's a mental part. vacation. I yep. mean, it's not only a physical, but you you get away from all your bullshit. And if you're actually willing to mentally just put it all aside and go out in the morning, be like, I'm gonna explore this new city. Let's see who I meet. Oh, it's impossible not to have a good time. It's absolutely impossible. And I think it gives you just way more confidence. Exactly too, and it's it's, it's adventure too. In the end of it, you come out with stories and. 
bad st- I mean yeah bad experiences make the best stories too some bad ends up happening to you you like when I was in Swaziland back in January I ended up missing last bus of the night and I was stuck in it was just pouring rain in Swaziland and we all took cover in this little hut we're talking and this one guy he's like yeah you can just stay at my house for a night it was super cool I mean they want to take care of you they if they know you're struggling and they see you whenever they want you to succeed in their country most people want you to have the most positive experience out of their country possible. Yeah, that is very interesting. Um, people are really friendly to foreigners. You'd think that a lot of people are scared to go traveling because something bad might happen. They hear about the Dominican Republic and Americans dying. Oh, but- yeah, and everybody says no all of a sudden. But, I mean, in Denmark, those are generally the Danish are known as closed-off people in Europe. But I'm, I'm sure as soon as you saw an American playing football here. <laughs> yeah, interesting. the American card house, for sure. But, like, everywhere you go, people are, like, they're, they're willing to give a hand. No, I mean, 99% of people are, are, I mean, you talk about, oh yeah, this country has so many robberies or this, that, and there's bad places in North Minneapolis, there's bad places all over, but the majority of people here are good people, and like I said, the further away you are from home, they'd love to help you feel at home, they want you to take a good good experience out of what they have to offer, you know? 100%, Um, let's get into those stories, you kind of start bringing them up, you have some some fun, some crazy travel stories you want to speak on? Uh, boy, I'm trying to think of some that, that I can tell in this. I definitely have some that I'd like to keep for myself. Let's see. It's it's pe- Observing people can be fun, too. And this isn't even a story, but like in Japan, for example, I was there back in May, and what I noticed is, is people walk onto the metro, and they just pass out completely asleep. I mean, snoring. And they don't have headphones. There's no next stop or anything. And as soon as they get to their stop, all of a sudden their eyes pop open. They stop snoring. And they just get up and get off. And just watching that, I'm just like, holy shit, what are these people doing? Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, just certain run-ins. I've had to bribe cops several times before. Where in? Like, uh, Morocco, Brazil, Peru, Peru. So what ended up happening was uh, we were just drinking on the beach. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's perfectly legal. And some cops just come up and they're like, yeah, you can't be drinking in public. And the other, we got to take you guys downtown to like, uh, I don't know what they call it, the holding place or whatever. And we're like, really? Okay, what can I do to fix this? And he like whispers to his buddy. He's like, let's see your wallet. I give him it and he just took all the cash, which was like 16 US dollars. He's like, all right, get out of here. <laughs> I don't know. Just run, certain run-ins like that are really funny too. Or, I don't know, seeing other cultures, too. Like, you've noticed Chinese tourists before. They're oh, often, yeah, always taking oh, pictures. Just, always taking pictures. Just so clueless. Just yeah. stopping in the middle of the road. <laughs> just gawking. I, I don't know. They, they crack me up. Isn't, and, isn't it weird, though, you, you brought it up? Like, you take it for granted how, like, civilized America is. Like, where there's not just blatant corruption or blatant... Blat- yeah, I mean, yeah. most... How everything's so ordered, too. Yes. Everything. What I was going with that was... Uh, so, two weeks ago in Tunisia, there's uh, some Chinese tourists in there, and they're drinking their coffee or whatever. They finish, and he's snapping at the waiter. I mean, you don't do that anywhere on the planet. And even in the U.S., like, they'd probably put their head down still in the attending them. And the waiter just looks at him. He looks at the other waiter, yells something in Arabic. They both laugh and just go back inside. And just leave the Chinese guys with their money just sitting out there. He just, I don't know, just, just seeing how other people interact with one another is just the most funny thing for me. Even more than the places, it's, it's all these characters, all these people, and yeah. just, just seeing how they interact with one another. But like at that point, it's really kind of chaotic, a lot of places. like It, it works, it functions, but it's not like... It's more freeing. Like, it's it's weird. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, and and there's, there's beauty in the chaos, too. I mean, just, I mean, for example, going to Rio, I think Rio de Janeiro is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. It's amazing. Huge mountains that go right up to the beach, beautiful women, everything. But you are just heckled nonstop there. I mean, you sit on the beach, everybody's trying to offer you something every minute. 
as soon as they know you're American, they know you have more money, so you're still trying to get something. It's just, I mean, just heckle, heckle, heckle. But as long as you're just willing, you just put your head down, you say no. And it's just, we're not used to that here. You have to be a person who says no, and that's just not a culture that, that we have. Everybody, and Americans especially, get so uncomfortable and don't know what to do. For them, that's just how they make their living. I mean, if you say no, they go on to the next person. That's a big key, and I kind of want to go into these some tips for traveling. Um, my big thing is always don't act like a tourist. Like, know what the hell you're doing. Like, don't, like you said, say no. And say, yeah, fuck or, out. If, or if you're going to fucking look for directions and know where you're going, stop for a second, maybe sit down, look at your phone. Don't walk out in front of traffic while you're trying to figure out Google Maps and shit. Like, I, you watch people and it's just like, oh, so obvious. And in Spain, my buddies would point out, like, oh, look at that America. And it's just like, like fuck, like. Taxis, um, that that's a big thing. Like, knowing, like, a, a price that it's going to be. Exactly. Or, or telling them to run the meter, too. I mean, always yes. make sure it's official. Yeah, exactly. You can get scammed off of it. I don't know. I mean, there's a bunch of scams all over the world that you got to be careful with. And uh, what, what, Did you have any in Europe, for example? Yeah, I mean, Europe? Italy, the taxi drivers, they don't have no Uber. So you'd have to, you know, tell them, hey, this is what says on my freaking phone. And I'm not doing no meter stuff. Like, I'm paying this price. And they say, no, you move on to the next person. You got to be really... I think, in my opinion, just, like, don't let them take advantage of you. We're no, so nice as Americans. Exactly. And another thing... We don't want confrontation. To, and the other thing as Americans is we don't negotiate. And that's one of the yep. most fun aspects of travel. I mean, you may... Europe, sure, stuff is set price, but you go anywhere else in the world, Asia, even restaurants, you watch people buy. It's insane. Southern Europe ain't set price. Yeah, like, it's, exactly. It's insane what you can barter for. And it's a game at the end of the day. I, I mean, it's really fun. It's how these people make their living. You want their product. Let's see. I, I don't know. Where's the happy medium in it? Yeah, there's so much more. I mean, it's like real life. It's not. There's no order, no structures in a lot of these places. It's just like kind of go about it, and it's neat. It's different. It's you get like a taste. It makes you grow up quick, right? It makes you kind of like Absolutely. become more of a stronger person. Absolutely, I believe so too. Especially in, uh, there's there's some gritty gritty countries out there. Like I said, like Zimbabwe, Zambia. I did this year. Places in Brazil that are a little worse. And you just, I mean, if you can confront that, you have to know that, that where, where can I go in the world? And so that's why I try to keep pushing. I try to keep going to, to newer places and try to, try. To, for example, right now, places like Venezuela, Somalia, it's absolutely impossible to visit. Yeah. But 20 years ago, Venezuela was the richest country in South America. Yeah, so you don't know what will change in the future, what will go away. Korea, North Korea is blocked off to us right now, like entirely. You could do it before, get a visa and everything. That interests the hell out of me too. That's a place where, unfortunately, you can't really talk to the people and get to know a culture, but People say, why on earth would you ever want to go there? I think that'd be one of the coolest places you could visit, don't you? What, I, yeah, what draws you so much to push yourself outside of the comfort zone? Um, that's a good question. I don't really know. Like, uh, what I told you before, I just I just want to see it all. It's, it's the biggest adventure. I've been so used to life here in Minnesota, the routine, and just breaking out yeah. of it and waking up. What am I doing today? Just not, not knowing what to do. I just... I like that level of disorganization that you're talking about. You feel when you travel. I feel like I thrive off that, and I just do a lot better with it than having here in Minnesota for the winter, waking up, going to class, studying, maybe on the weekend out at the bar. That's just it's nothing special. I mean, you go right, and you really don't know what your first night is going to be like when you arrive to a place like God, fuck, I don't know, like when we first got to Brazil for on a weekend, and you just uh, you never know what waits you. I think you feel alive. I think that's what I really do when I when I break out of the routine and get out of my comfort zone. You have so much more energy. You're so much more happier. You're outside of your head. You know what I mean? It's like you break all the patterns you have in your life, and you're just like living. That's what it feels like to me. That's why you get so addicted. Precisely. Precisely. And the friends you meet, too. It just feels so cool leaving a place and, and I'm telling you, oh, you got a house here if you ever end up getting just knowing that, like, like that's what you built for yourself there. Now you got community there. You, got your, you know how it works. You know how to get around. That's just... 
that's cool knowing 7,000 miles away. I got my friends over in Spain or down in Brazil. I got a bunch of friends that I, I can always visit. And that's the most fun part of traveling too. You, you visit places you love and going back just evokes that feeling of, wow, remember when I was here and did this and you make more stories. And it's now always when I have the chance, I try to go back to Spain because my buddy's there. Because they, like I said, they're just characters. They're goons. They're <laughs> all day in the street and everything. And uh, just nonstop stories with these guys. And I wonder the when the travel it seems like the traveling relationships are so much more like impactful i don't know what it is because I you're in that agree and i i couldn't pinpoint exactly why but i i feel like in a weekend it's, it's so much easier to meet somebody I, I don't know maybe it's just because it's a big life experience for you to go this far away and have that kind of experience but do you bond with somebody over the weekend here in minnesota for example versus i i don't know but i, I completely something agree. like stronger and that's what the thing i've really tried doing is taking my travel spirit when I'm traveling and bring it into my everyday life. Now, how do you do that? I think I've been trying to do more activities that I wouldn't normally do. Like I want to go to some art class or go, you know, keep shooting guns. But like, I think it's that pattern. And how do you get out of it in your daily day routine? I mean, now you're going to Arizona, you're going to do some pilot stuff. But how have you kept that, that spirit, that traveling spirit in your everyday life? Boy, if I'm going to be honest with you, it's difficult here, and that's always why I'm ending up doing it. I can't tell you, oh, it's super easy. Just try something new every day because I feel like Minnesota has very limited possibilities. Like I said, I just really don't know what awaits me when I wake up in the morning out there. But here, I guess what you were talking about, do, do what interests you. Surround yourself. It's all about who you surround yourself by. It's traveling, too. Like I said, you can visit the coolest places on the planet. If you don't meet the right people, what are you really getting out of it? And so it's all circumstantial. I, you can visit places that, I mean, Bosnia and Herzegovina is this place called Mostar. I don't know, not the greatest place. But the people I met there were so cool, and we had the most fun for one night. And it's, it's all circumstantial. It all just comes down. It's luck, too. It's just luck of the draw. You wake up, and you don't know what awaits you. And so here, it's where there's more predictability, there's less possibility. Yeah, that's the only thing I could really say about it. That's what I've said at the beginning. The traveling is like a cheat code to living in the now. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you do that in your everyday life? That's the key, I think, to being successful, happy, and a fulfilling life. And that's what it is. People say build a life that you don't want a vacation from, and and that's what it's all about in the end. And for me, my <laughs> my goal is just to live a vacation. I'll always be trying to do the next thing. Like I said, that's been the last two months. I've I've made it to five continents. I was in Korea, Europe, Tunisia, and then finishing South America. And over time, I, I mean, I met the coolest people. I had the most fun, and now I get back to Minnesota. And after two days, I'm already bored. <laughs> I'm trying to meet up with everybody. I'm trying to see everybody I can before I'm off to Arizona. And still, I'm just like, fuck. Because <laughs> three days ago, I was waking up and we go to the Brazilian beach, 85 degrees. And like, once again, you don't know what to expect. And here, I, I hang out with my buddies. I go to Dakota. I play soccer. And it's like 4 p.m. And I'm already like, what now? Yeah. I, I don't know. And so, uh, you, I want to speak on this, too, because I remember when I before I did the whole Europe thing and traveling a lot, I used to think traveling was kind of like a hassle. You know, American airports are different and sure. longer and all that. But how have you dealt? I mean, you were in five different content, continents. The, tr the jet lag and the dealing with the travel um, stress? or The only way, I don't, traveling is the worst part of traveling. That's that's all there is to it. Having to, it's the most expensive part too. Buying a plane ticket, it's, it's not a great experience and you're paying hundreds if not thousands if you're round trip going abroad or whatever and that throws a lot of people off. And in the end of it, it's it's part of the game. It's you got to suck it up. If you want to get to South America, I'm sorry, but that's a 12 hour flight. You got to put up with it. So in the end, it's, 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 all just about having a positive mindset. You're going to get to this destination thing. What are you going to do with yourself? Airports too. I've met so many interesting people in airports and stuff. 
Uh, everybody's e- doing ev- I mean, airports are one of the most interesting places on earth. You got everybody from everywhere, and they're all just bored trying to kill time. Yeah. And so uh, you can spark up conversation. I don't know, dude. A lot's possible. Last time, and you meet, and meet a lot of people, too. I met last time uh, I was in the MSP airport, half the Minnesota United soccer team. They were all there, and we got this new signing from Uruguay. I shot over to him in Spanish. We got talking a little bit. And it's, it's just cool. It opens up a lot of possibilities. Um, what has your mindset how have you changed from when you first went over to that Granada to like now? And I mean, before, you know, in college and you're growing up, like what has it done to your mind and how you look at life and stuff from all this traveling? Another good question. And you seem I, way more confident. Well, yeah. You seem course, way more it builds, energy. It, it, of course it builds confidence. It's, it's one of the number one things you could do, but it's just made me more curious. Like I said, it's, it's a bug. And every time you finish a trip, I've got back two days ago from South America and I'm already thinking, what's next? What, what, what am I going to do for the next thing? I'm going back to Africa, this, that. And it's, it's made me more adventurous is all I can say. I, I get too bored with the ordinary and I, I just always want to move on to that next big thing. And before, I, I feel like I just settled a little too much here. And, and I don't know, now's the time in our lives too. Our, our young 20s, exactly, dude. If, if you're single and you got, I mean, even if you got a job tying you down, you get vacations, you get time, take advantage of it. Because life ties you down fast. As soon as you have a kid, it's it's game over, dude. Uh, it's not about you no more. Um, I, The point you made was huge. The curious. It's like you're a kid again where everything's new. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And you're you, when you're curious, like you're not, you know, withering away and bored and you're just more... In tune with life and in the now, well, it's you're, that curious. You're wide-eyed. You you, yep. you you want you want to absorb the most information. You're exactly that's all there is to it. You're more outgoing. You want to absorb more information, and, and you're happier if you're curious. I, I think the more you thirst for knowledge, you just hunger for for learning more, improves you as a person. One hundred percent. It's like we just talked about. Also, you get in, in Minnesota, and you're just going through the routine. Exactly. Not, everything's boring. There's no. Exactly. And that's important too. Build a routine that you genuinely love. I yes. mean, say it's it's important to surround yourself, even if you have a job that you hate. Which some people, I'm sorry, but they can't avoid it. At the end of the day, surround yourself by good friends. Grab a beer with your best buddies. Play sports. Stay active. That's so important too, especially in Minnesota, where all the winter we can't be outside. Make sure you're active because it's it's such simple little things in life. People blame it on, and then all it comes down to is if you eat right. You stay active and you sleep enough, you, you'll be a happy person. Yeah. Just, just stay outgoing. Just, just stay curious. As soon as you just accept that, oh, I'm stuck. It's it's all mindset. Affirma- affirmations like you talked about too. Just just what do I have the potential for and how can I reach it? Yeah, that's good. Um, so let's go into this uh, this future now. You're going to be a pilot? Yeah, so that's the next step. So tomorrow I head down to, to Phoenix, Arizona, and I'll be studying. They'll take me up to my uh, certified flight instructor license. So I'll be certified to teach others how to fly. And I plan on sticking with that, and we'll see when the airlines hire me as soon as I have the hours. So then, um, how does that factor into the travel life? You just travel. Well, it, go, it goes hand in hand, if I'll be honest with you, because right now, uh, even if I don't get hired by the big airlines right away, there's regional SkyWest, Endeavor, all the little regional airlines. They have partnerships with Delta, and Delta coming back the other week. There's 20, 30 seats wide open from Brazil coming to America, and you get on those for free. And you just hop on. I mean, when you have the free time, you work 10, 11 days a month. You get the rest of the month off, dude. And you can see everywhere. Try to try to get everywhere you can. Absolutely. And so you're going to have a lot of buddy passes, huh? Yeah. yeah. So keep an eye out for me, dude. <laughs> try to bring my buddies around. And, and like I said, I'm always trying to – it's always fun going back to old places. But for now, now's the time in my life where I, where I got to do the wild stuff too. When I'm 40, I'm 50, I'm not going to want to be doing Afghanistan and North Korea and that. But for, for now, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. I spent – 
last summer I was in Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan for like a good two, three weeks. And once again, Kazakhstan, the first night I couldn't find my hotel and I saw a bunch of kids playing soccer in the area nearby. I go playing with them. And luckily one of them, uh, one of them spoke French and I speak a little bit of French and we, we got by enough like that. And for the rest of the week, they just took the, all their time to show me around just show like invite me over to their houses to eat. I mean, they just took me in as one of them. It was insane. And all of the potential experiences that hop out of that in, in Africa too, you go to Morocco, Tunisia, Egypt. I honestly think they think that Americans have the mindset that they're terrorists. They think that we think really poorly of them. So they go so far out of their way to show us, no, no, we're good people. Like, I mean, I remember I was in Lebanon and I was, I Because most people in the world are good people. It's oh, just yeah, no, a bad no, no. bunch. Yeah, it exactly is. But I, I don't know, you see these things on the news and you hear one thing about, oh, Lebanon, there's an American in, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, this place is dangerous. The Department of State says it's dangerous. Why would you ever go? And I met some of the best people in my life. I was out my first day. And some guy's like, you're an American who just came here alone? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, you're staying with me. Don't even worry about it. I'm like, really? I spent like 50 bucks over like five days. I mean, I was eating at his place. I had free places to stay. We, they just did random shit. I mean, I just hung with them, just followed their way of life. That, that is a good point. I was talking to someone about this other day. The world is a pretty good place right now. Like best than it's ever been. But the, oh, we, the media is just, it's constant negativity. It's, it's, your oh, it's never enough. Of course, exactly. And the truth is we live in the most peaceful. I think we live in the best time too. Mm -hmm. I think our grandparents, our parents had a lot harder than we do. And the world's never been as accessible as now. Yep. All these discount airlines. I mean, it, at the end of the day, if you really want to travel, you can travel. You can get to the majority of places in South America for like under 800 bucks round trip if you plan in advance. And Europe too. And once you get to Europe, it's not the difference between Minnesota, South Dakota, Iowa, where we speak the same language, have the same accent, eat the same food. It's literally a different. Spain is here. Morocco is like a thousand years in the past. It's Africa. And then you got France, different culture, different language, different food. And just a difference. Like, it keeps you on your toes. Like you're talking about the curiosity is just there. Yeah, but I think that's a big misconception people have is that there it's a scary world out there. But to be honest with you, it's not. It's really not. No, it's it's not. You always have to be careful. And more places than other two. Like when I was in Rio, like you do hear gunshots. And if you wander into the wrong neighborhood, you'll be in pretty big trouble. But in the era we live in and everything, if you're smart about it, you stay in the touristy areas. I mean – if you're a girl, don't walk home alone at night in a city you're unfamiliar with. Just get a taxi. Or if you really don't know the area, don't be afraid to call an Uber just to save yourself a couple bucks. But you, there are precautions you have to take no matter what. But you're absolutely right. In general, especially in Europe, South America, South America not as much. But Europe, you can go anywhere yeah, you want Europe's right crazy. now. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. I think uh, that's a good thing because um, if you're going to those dangerous spots, you probably want to be with people. Like go with some friends. I mean, maybe you're on a different level right now where you can do it by yourself. But – in Europe, I think that's where you can really test traveling alone. And go to a like, safe country. Go to Scandinavia. It's super safe. Right? Exactly. I mean, go to, you know, I mean, I never but challenge you, Challenge yourself, too. Yeah, I mean, slowly for, get out of it, exactly. though. Don't, don't just hop into freaking Zimbabwe or no, something like no, that. No, 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 I wouldn't recommend. But like I said, those were, like, Lebanon, that happened to me. That was one of the furthest countries out. Uh, Mozambique, too, I started this year. It's a small little country in eastern Africa. And in my first day there, I ended up meeting a guy. And he's like, oh, like, white dude speaks Portuguese. He just loved me right off the bat. And he was like, yeah, you can stay at my place. And he just showed me around everything in their town. I mean, he basically lived in a hut. He lived in this tiny little – but that's how you see how they live their daily lives, going to the market and everything. So it's, it's super, super fun for me. That's a big point too is, you know, Americans, when we travel a lot, we go to resort towns and we don't get to like dive into the culture. 
But that's one of the most rewarding things, getting lost in the city. Oh, Not absolutely. Seeing how people live, meeting the people. For me, too. But everybody has different values traveling, too. You see girls who stop in front of the Eiffel Tower, take a selfie for 45 minutes. Yeah. And, I mean, it looks fucking stupid, in my opinion, probably in yours, too. But if that would make them happy, if they want all those yeah. likes on social, I mean, do what makes you happy when you travel. I don't know. Do, do whatever you want to do. If, if that's what's going to make you think you got the most out of your trip, go for it. Exactly. In my opinion, that's not me. But what, what you know you, and we're an age in our young 20s where we have a pretty good idea of the identity we've developed. But that's the fun thing about travel. You're, you're always learning. Going alone, too. Exploring alone. The, the, building a name for yourself where nobody knows you. It's just it's a fun concept to me. Yeah, I like you say, do what you do uh, that you think will make you happy. But also, challenge yourself. Get out of that comfort zone because then you find out so much more and you, and you realize you like more different things and you feel so much more fulfilled you gotta you gotta challenge yourself you have exactly. to you always do and you'd be shocked at how much people want to help you and and just to be good people like we we're back in myanmar back in small country near thailand back in may it was like 106 degrees i mean just brutally hot and we couldn't find the bus station for life of us and some guy comes up he's like what are you looking for where the guys the guy just wants money all right we need to go to the bus station we don't know where it is he's like yeah it's over this way follow me I'm talking with my buddies. We're like, yeah, we'll give him a couple of bucks. 106 degree day, like I said. He was holding an umbrella over my head to put me in the shade, all this. We get there. We go to give him money. He's like, no, 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 no. I mean, he just walked like 15 minutes and just a scorching outside. And we're like, seriously, dude, it's fine. No, 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 no. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Just like leaves like that. We're just like, holy shit. I had the same thing in Santorini. The, the Airbnb I was at, it was like a hotel. And uh, the owner of it, um, I had a late, uh, one of those cruise, or not a cruise, uh, whatever, take me to a different one, island. One, yeah, one of those ferries. Ferries, ferries, yeah. Them. And uh, he let me stay at the Airbnb till like 9 o'clock at night. I checked out in the morning. And then he's like, no, you're not buying a taxi. It'd be 40 bucks or 40 euros. I'm going to take you there. He took me across the island there. And I'm trying to give him money the whole time. He's like, no, no, Nick, you're my friend. You're my friend. And, you know, I hope you enjoyed your stay in Santorini. And. I was like, you don't even know me. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, but, that's, but, now, but now you leave yes. and you're like, oh, the people from Santorini are fantastic. Yep. And that's all he wanted out of that. I could, I could more invent you. And so that's the thing. People want to want you to leave having the best experience with their culture possible, I feel like. 100%. Um, Skylar, so I love uh, – I've been talking to you about this community we're building. It would be really neat with all your connections. I mean, if someone in the community was traveling to one of those places, to get in touch with your people, you know, meet some friends. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody's open to reach out to me. And that's what I love about it, too. I feel like travel, it's just been easy over these last few years. I've had friends who study abroad in Europe and just reach out, like, hey, I'm going to this. What do you know about? And I'm more than happy to tell them what, what, who I know there. And I've had friends meet up with my friends in Spain. They're like, oh, these kids are caring. And I just love seeing, like, just two completely different groups of friends get along. And yeah. it's all about networking. And it's, so, it's fun to watch not just yourself networking, but the networks that you've created around you, too, is one of the cooler. Yeah, you're, you you're um, helping on others. I mean, it's really rewarding, too. And then they, they connect, and you feel like you did them a service. And it's neat. It's a whole little world. But that's sweet. We're going to definitely set something up with that. And uh, get uh, get this whole thing going. Know what I mean, get this whole community working together. But Skylar, as we close in this um, this episode, what we kind of hit on it throughout the recording. But the biggest life lessons, the biggest things you could give to the listeners about you know your experiences and everything you've been doing recently. Um, I, th I think it was that. We'll go back to it. Testing your comfort zone. Don't don't be afraid to get out of it. I mean. If you genuinely believe that you can go to, I don't know, Cancun and have a better week on the beach with your girlfriend than you're going to have going to, I don't know, Colombia, Brazil, Chile, whatever it is alone, do it. And like I said, everybody's different. Like if you think you're going to go in front of the Eiffel Tower, take selfies, for, do it. Just You know what you like at this age, so just go and try to have fun with it. But 
try to test yourself too. And like I said, surprising. If you, if you see people playing pickup basketball, go join in. You never know what they'll be doing after too. And, and just don't be afraid to reach out. It's all about just getting out of your comfort zone. That's that's the most fun part of traveling to me. Yep, 100%. Traveling is the cheat code to getting out of your comfort zone, the quick fix. And then it leads to so much more aspects in your life. I mean, as I can see with you, you're, you're totally a different person than when I, when I knew you. Right? Yeah, yeah, dude. Like I said, it, it's, it's, it's changed me for the better, I'd like to think. it's It's been just so many... It, it, the last four years have just been chaos. This is all I've been doing. And now I'm trying to build a career that's based around this. Like I said, once if I can get in with, with the airlines once again and get... Uh, my airline passes right back. I'm, I'm going to keep doing it, keep expanding horizons. And yeah, that's I, the ultimate goal. That's the crazy thing, too, because we talk about the order and all that and the structure, but chaos is where the, like, the magic happens. Oh, it's yeah. weird. Oh, it's yeah, chaos no. everywhere. Was, all my great travel things have been because of chaos. This day I've been And your, be, your best stories, too. The best yep. stories come out of worst experiences. When you were lost and this happened to you, or uh, it's, it's insane the things that you'll come across. Thrive in chaos. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. Exactly. Exactly. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. I couldn't think of a better way to say it. Awesome, man. Well, Skyler, I appreciate you coming here before you head off to AZ. Um, it was good to see you. Yeah, Wish appreciate the best your time. Life. First time in five years. Not bad. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah um, and uh, it will be really nice if we can... Um, branch your network with our with our community yeah feel free to to have your viewers reach out to me i'm happy that for any recommendations any help i can give more than happy awesome man appreciate it scholar i appreciate your time nick